0: Everywhere you look, what you enjoy has developed a new subscription for you to enjoy their content. From your favorite retail store, TV channel, music streaming, online website, health and wellness, all of these are just another subscription that you are paying for. In an article I found, it stated that most consumers actually underestimate how much they spend on these subscriptions. Today, I want to go over this single expense category and what you can do about it so it doesn't wreck your budget and leave you overspending when you don't have to. Let's jump into it. Welcome to The Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control, ourselves. Thanks for joining me today on The Financial Mirror as we continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on your podcast platform of choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you are, On Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five star review and a written comment as both of those go a long way in spreading this information to more and more listeners. All we want to do as a community of people is to help more and more people find financial success in their own life. That's what we do here at the Financial Mirror. We focus on improving you so that we collectively all get better with our personal finance. Now, this is a Episode that uh, I think will hit home for a lot of people, and I I am truly of you know so really shocked at, at the article I found. I was reading through, I saw some headlines, and I was like, man, this is something that I think a lot of people need to hear. I think a lot of people need to to have sort of that reality check for what they're doing in their life. And how we can get better at it. So the biggest thing that I like to do here as a financial mirror is to help you through what I'm seeing out and out, just living life. If I see someone do XYZ and I'm like, man, like that's a great idea for an episode. That's what I try to do. I try to keep everything relevant and, and helpful to you for you to improve your finances. And this was an article and I was like, man, this is, this is something else. Uh, every single part of, of life is changing a little bit. Everything is becoming subscription-based, and that is, that is what we're going to be talking about today. So I, I want to start there. I want to start with uh, this amazing thing called subscriptions and it's sort of where they came from. So ultimately, if you've not been under a rock, right, uh, in that old saying, subscriptions have become a part of our life. Uh, every channel now has a plus on the end we've got espn plus we've got disney plus we've got paramount plus i don't know why we went with plus but we've got plus you got hulu out there that came out with the commercial the hulu plus plus like like we got we gotta one up everybody but everything is a plus i don't know why we went with plus i have no idea to be honest with you i didn't look it up i don't know why we we, we chose plus for these subscriptions but everything has a subscription, right? And the, the part about that is that subscriptions have been around, they, they've been around a long time, right? We started out back, uh, used to, the, the biggest subscription you probably had was like a gym membership, right? And we called them a membership because you're a member of this. But let's be honest, it's it's a subscription, right? It's a gym subscription is all it is, is your ability to to go in uh, you've subscribed to this gym, you know, or, or whatever. So we've changed the names a little bit. You're no longer, you don't have a Spotify membership. I mean, I guess you could say that, but uh, ultimately we've, we've taken all of these subscriptions and and now that's that's what we want. So I want to give some context of why, why we started to see that. So I was a general manager at Best Buy uh, before, you know, moving and, and changing career fields. And there was a lot of talk back then That subscriptions were the way to, 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 to start to change things, right? Uh, start to move towards some type of, like, that was going to be the next revenue generator, right? So subscriptions became that piece. Biggest focus was focus. if, If we can, if we can tune in on subscriptions, we can, we can ultimately have longer lasting revenue because think about it. If I can get you to sign up for something, whether you use it or not, if I can get you to pay for something every single month and you never cancel it, I will generate revenue. What if you never use it? Well, it doesn't matter. I will generate revenue. So, there was this whole idea that that if I can just get this in your budget, if I can just get you to pay for this and start this up, it's going to be on auto-pay, right? Auto-pay was a big thing that 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 changed a lot of this 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 mindset to where people now are very reliant on on having things on autopay. In the article, uh, you can see at the at the uh, headline right here. Most people, eighty six percent in this study, have at least some, if not all, of their subscriptions on autopay. That was a big deal. That was a big thing from this whole this whole initial movement of subscriptions. That idea of autopay was the number one driver of. This becoming such a powerful, powerful revenue generator for companies because if I can get you to, you know, subscribe to me, I will generate revenue off of you every single month. Look at Netflix when Netflix does their uh, their earnings, right? What do we look at? We look at how many subscribers they have, right? How many subscribers they have because that is ultimately what generates their revenue. That's how they make money. That's how we can see if they're profitable, if they're growing, if their subscriber base is decreasing, right? It's not looking like it's going to be that, you know, the, 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 their earnings are not going to continue. Their revenue is not going to continue at what it was. So all of a sudden, we have to be a little bit more, you know, aware of how much money they're making or how much money they could make. So this article was was interesting. So that's some, a little bit of backdrop, a little bit of background on subscriptions, why we've we've gotten to this, why it, does everybody want a subscription? Well, it's, it's a proven point, it's generating revenue. That's ultimately why we've switched to that model. But I just want you to know that I have some background on why. If, you're, if you've if you been thinking, man, like there's, everybody wants me to sign up for this. Everybody wants me to subscribe to this. Everybody wants me to do this. And it's costing me $6 here and $9 here and $12 here and $8 here. Why are we seeing that? That's why. It has become a huge problem revenue driver and it's easy it's easy to get people to sign up it's easy to get them on auto pay and they're not even they're not even like contract based anymore right like none of this stuff is even contract based you can literally cancel it you can even pause some of these whenever you want uh but it's just because people are busy hustle and bustle of life people are 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 lazy right like just too lazy to go log in and say i want to cancel this right like these are these are real things and that's not to be offensive that's just telling you people are either too busy or lazy to go cancel these things when they're not using them so that that's all the reason when i saw this article i was like man like i really need to to do this so uh that's what we're going to go over today is subscriptions look at this article see how you can ultimately impact how i can help you impact your finances because i'm telling you this is Expense category, subscriptions, is destroying budgets, right? And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in in clients that I'm working with that subscriptions single-handedly are destroying budgets. But there's something we can do about it. There's something that we can do to not let that affect you. And that's what I want to go over today. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor, obviously, is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast, and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. R.fm to get started. So in this article... The biggest thing that that we look at is that most people, forty two percent, have forgotten that they. I guess I can't say most because that's only that's only not even half, but almost half uh, have forgotten that they were paying for a subscription they were no longer using. Right? They forgot that they were paying for a subscription that they are no longer using. That's a big deal. That's why these companies continue to make tons of money on subscriptions is because. 42% have forgotten that they were even paying for this. And that brings me to my first point. The first point that I want to make is that when we are looking at subscriptions and when we are talking about the idea that your subscriptions, that category may single-handedly be destroying your budget, not reviewing your subscriptions is the key to fixing that, right? Reviewing your subscriptions. So you might look and you might be like, well, how do I do that? Do I have to do I have to go and check my my bank statements every month? Well, kinda, yeah. <laughs> That's kinda it. That is what you have to do. Uh, but ultimately it begins with your budget. Ultimately it begins with your budget. And so obviously I have preached this and preached this and preached this, and I'm calling it preaching for the simple fact that I I, I can't tell you that if ninety percent of my episodes talked about budget, I I think that may be an understatement. Uh, because I think there's there's definitely more than that but i I talk a lot about budgeting i talk so much about budgeting because i'm telling you that budgeting is the bedrock is the framework of you being financially successful it truly is the framework for you to be financially successful so when i say you need to review your subscriptions because 42 percent of people don't even know what their subscriptions are i'm that starts with budgeting so what when it comes to that what you're looking for is you're looking just for everything that you're subscribed to yes your gym membership yes Amazon Prime yes your mobile phone yes like all of those are bills but they're they're also like you're subscribed to them now I you know I said mobile phones and, and I want you to know that, that that's a, that's a, that's an if and an either or you could say that that's a, a bill a utility right like we just kind of replaced the home phone with the cell phone um, so if you put it there that's fine but if you if you put it under subscriptions, that's fine too. But what I'm saying is all all in all, what I'm saying is you need to review these things, and I'm going to tell you why. I have worked with clients. I've I've worked with many clients, and I have been going line by line through their budget with them, looking at places that they could cut so their budget's not as tight. Because the biggest complaint whenever I start to work with a client. Number one thing that that most commonly is said is I just don't have enough money at the end of the month or I barely have enough to get through the month. One of those things, either they are at a deficit, like they don't have enough to physically make it through the month or they are barely having enough. So when we go line by line through that budget, I'm going to tell you that I can see it in their eyes whenever they hit that subscription that they forgot that they had. They look at it and they're like, wow, uh, I still pay for that. I have not used that in six months or whatever. Like you just see it and it's it's, it's mind blowing because it's like it could be like an $8 subscription or it could be like a $19 subscription. Like it could be anything. But what I'm saying is that you just see it and it's because they've never reviewed. It's because they've never done a review of their subscriptions to see what they're paying for. And that's the reason why articles like this come out most consumers underestimate subscription costs by at least $100. And it's normally things like that. They're not reviewing it. They're not looking at where they could save. And that's a huge killer. When we look at how much money you're spending in a month and you're barely making it, that, I'm not saying $8, uh, one subscription. I'm saying that there's a chance, you know if, if we're underestimating $100 in subscriptions, either those people are not reviewing them or they they don't, really, they don't really see how many subscriptions they have. But either way, that's a lot of money. If we could cut $100 and, and say, okay, well, at the end of the month, you're going to have $100. That's $1,200 a year that you could be putting into some type of savings or investment, right? And that's the part that I, I really want to drive home here is that if you will review your subscriptions, that is step one to not letting this single expense category Totally wreck your budget. Number two that I want to focus on. So after you review those subscriptions is I want you to take an honest assessment of the subscriptions that you pay for. You can look on the screen and you can see some of the the most forgotten subscriptions that are out there. Uh, They start off with mobile phone and internet. If you, if you work with me uh, and, and I, I do financial coaching with you, I will, Put mobile phone and internet under um, a, a utility type of expense, right? I don't really put those under subscription. They put it in here in this article. Cool. Like I said, if you want to call that a subscription, got it. Uh, I look at it as internet and mobile phone have almost become a necessity for for us to live, right? Like you, you, if you have to go home and work, if you have to, you know, if you don't get to finish work at, at, at your office and you have to go home that internet is still needed for you to continue to operate, right? So, Same goes for the mobile phone. So much that you would lose uh, in terms of contact with work, needed to, to live, to make a living, uh, that I put those under utilities. But all in all, look at the other ones. The other most forgotten are your TV and movie streaming services, your Amazon Prime uh, subscription, your all those other digital subscriptions, your music streaming, your gaming subscription, your news services, your, there's podcasts now take subscriptions, right? All of these things take a subscription and those are commonly forgotten about. Now, the part that, that I really want to, to show you is that if you will, will take an honest assessment of the subscription that you've, that you're paying for, you could start to cut out a lot, a lot of money out of this category. So I told you in the first the first part, I was like, the first thing you need to do is you need to review your subscriptions. That was what I said first. So the first thing you need to do is review the subscriptions. So now we've reviewed them and we got this list. List them out. Like look at all of them and say, hey, do I or do I not still use that Apple Music streaming service? Do I or do I not still watch Netflix? Have I not opened up that Netflix app in six months? Have I not opened up that paramount plus app in six months like for me for instance paramount plus is is, is probably the one i'm sorry paramount I'm, i love you to death great app great show if you haven't watched uh seal team on paramount plus phenomenal show but let me let me be transparent paramount plus offers seal team which i enjoyed and they have some other great shows on there and, and put them in the comment section if there's something else on paramount plus that you watch go drop in the comment section. I would love to to check it out. But but I want to be honest. Outside of uh the few shows that I've watched on there, I really only open that app up to watch sports when they have the sports games on there. And that's only really football and uh basketball, right? That's kind of it. When I'm de- when those seasons are over, you know, like I have to take an honest assessment with myself and say, "Hey, am I going to watch this or can I just cancel it till football and basketball season start back up?" Right? Maybe I, you know, and this is sort of getting to my my third point, so I don't want to jump too far ahead, but 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 maybe I I do cancel it and I only start it back up whenever that that comes back up. But like I said, Seal Team's a great show. You should go watch it. There's a new season out uh, every Sunday live. I, okay, Paramount. There you go. There's your there's your plug. So if if you thought I was bashing Paramount Plus, I'm not. still Team's a great show. There's a lot of great other shows on there. I'm sure. But throw them in the comment section if there's something else I should be watching on Paramount Plus right now. Let me know. But all in all, take an honest assessment. If you if you don't use that gym membership, maybe just switch to to working out at home. Maybe just do home workouts. If you're not going to the gym anyways, why pay for it? Don't don't be the person that says, oh, I'm just gonna if I pay for it, I'll go do it. It's not how it works. You're not gonna pay for it and go do it. You're either gonna go do it, which should lead you to pay for it, or just work out at home, save the money. All in all, take an honest, honest look. At your subscriptions to see if you're using them. A- acknowledge truthfully with yourself: Do you use it or do you not? If you if you're like, oh well, I'm going to use it. Well, that's that's not really the the answer we're looking for. We're looking for: Do you use it or do you it not? It's a yes or no. I, I don't 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 gray area this question. Do you use it yes or do you use it no? Like just pick one. Pick one. Don't go on aside. If you don't use it or if you haven't used it in the last six months. Then there's something that you've replaced it with. If you haven't used it in six months, there's something you replaced it with. So that's that honest assessment. Look at it and say, okay, well, if I'm going to use it, what have I been using that I'm now not going to use? Right. So there's always going to be one that you're not using. Right. There's always going to be one that you're not using. You're, if you're focused on watching this show on this subscription, or you're listening to music on this music platform, but not this one, or you're 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 paying for For this this health and wellness plan, but you're not really using this one, there's always something that you're not using. Take that honest assessment and and decide if you're using it or not. If you're not using these things, cancel them. I started this at the beginning, but more and more of these companies are actually allowing you to pause them. You can actually just pause your subscription, right? It doesn't have to cancel out where you lose your account and all that kind of stuff. But you can just pause it and say, you know what? I just don't really want it for right now. Some of them are even fancier. And they're like, oh, I just want to pause it for a month. Or I want to pause it for three months. Or I want to pause it for six months. Like you can pick it and it'll automatically start back up whenever you're ready. Right? That's a that's a pretty cool idea. If you're if you're not really sure, pause it for three months. Save the money for three months. And then if you if you're like, oh, I, I'm not using it, you you would be surprised. And when I say surprise, like you would truly be surprised if you ended up and and it was like all of a sudden you you were like wow i haven't used this and i don't even miss it right like that that would that's a crazy feeling but i'm telling you it might just happen but that brings me all the all that statements bring me to my final point so we've reviewed subscriptions we've taken an honest and truthful look where we've acknowledged if we use it or not the final thing I want to tell you, and this is just something that you can do. This is something you can do. So, in the in the in step two, when we took that honest approach, you should be canceling, you know, subscriptions you're not using, right? At, during that honest assessment, you should be canceling things. Now, now we've gotten to the things that we do use. We got the things that we're, we're paying for and we're using them. Something you can do. This is just a strategy. This is not this is not something you have to do. It's just a strategy if it if it's convenient. If you don't want if you're not lazy, and I and I have to say that because this, you know, part of me, you know, it just a part of me just I'm like, man, like I just don't want to go and do this. Like it's just it seems so time consuming, right? But I'm telling you if you'll do it, it can save you some money. If you re- if you really want to save a little money here and there, this is a great way to do it. Rotate your subscriptions. What do I mean by that? What I mean is that if we're looking at TV streaming, which is probably one of the most common subscription services out there i forgot about walmart plus we got walmart plus and i don't even know if do they have a target plus like i don't know we got walmart plus and amazon prime they're doing all these things but anyways i just saw I was, I was at walmart yesterday uh grilled out yesterday totally off subject but grilled out and i needed to go buy a, a new grill set because my tongs lost them i guess in transit of moving and yeah so i had to go over there and i saw the walmart plus sign they have their own specialty checkout lane like you can, if you're a Walmart Plus subscriber, you get your own self-checkout lane. I was like, man. Uh, but anyways, I digress. Rotate your subscriptions is where I was at. So back on track, rotate your subscriptions. It's a great strategy, but it's not absolutely necessary. If 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 you just, if you're like, man, like I just don't want to do it, then don't do it. But it's if you want to save some money, it's a great way to do it. But pretty much what you do is if you're watching Netflix right now, watch Netflix. Cancel all your other streaming services, right? Watch everything you want to watch on Netflix. Like, if you're like, oh, I've been wanting to watch that show, and I've been wanting to watch that show, and I've been wanting to watch that show, watch all those shows on Netflix and then cancel it and go to the next one. Now I'm going to go to HBO Max. I'm going to watch all the shows I wanted to watch on HBO Max, right? Then I cancel it. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to go to Stars. I'm going to watch all the shows I want to on Stars. Cancel it. Now I'm going to go to Showtime. I'm going to watch all things on Showtime. Now I'm going to go to Hulu. I'm going to watch all the things on Hulu. Now I'm going to go to Disney Plus. I'm going to watch all the things on Disney Plus. You see what we're doing here? We're just rotating them. And, and what does this do? Well, most of the time, for instance, uh, we, I use Netflix, for instance. We, we watched uh, Ozark. Ozark was a big one that we watched on, on Netflix. Netflix, for instance, we'll, we watch Ozark. Well, then Ozark season ends. And we have to wait for the next season. You're just paying for this subscription. Like You're not watching anything else on Netflix. You're just paying for it until your new season comes out. Well, when you're rotating things, all of a sudden you end up getting back to a a, a new season by the time you get back to it and you have two or three other shows to watch because they just come out or they just got popular and you just heard about them or whatever. There's this constant rotation will only benefit you in the long run because it will literally keep a new amount of, of information, a new amount of shows out there. And uh, that's that's cool, right? Because you were only paying for one subscription every single month to watch your shows on. You weren't paying for 10 to only watch one at a time. It's a great option. that's out there. And then I want to throw this last plug in is that most people, and I'm saying most because I have worked with a lot of clients and almost every single one of them have it, but Amazon Prime. Most people use Amazon Prime and most people use it a lot, right? Now, I've got two things to say on Amazon Prime. First, if Amazon Prime is the reason that you're overspending and shopping, take a look at that. That's commonly, it's easy. Amazon Prime is guilt-free, right? You just hit one button and you buy this stuff. But I want to stay on track with how you can use it to save you money. Amazon Prime offers Prime Video. Prime Video has movies and shows on it. Why do I say that? Well, if you're at a lull and you have you already paid for Amazon Prime for the whole year, cancel all your other subscriptions and just watch the thing you're already paying for, right? You've already paid for Amazon Prime Video. It's in your Prime subscription. So if you're paying for that and all of a sudden you don't have a single show to watch on Netflix or Paramount or Stars or Showtime or HBO or all these other streaming channels, just watch Prime Video. Cancel all those other ones until until you're you have enough content there to watch it, and that's what I want to leave you with is that there's a ton of ways that you can balance that you can manage the subscriptions. There's there's apps out there, and if you go to the bottom of this article, it talks about uh, different apps like Mint and Truebill and all those that they can help you sort of see uh, see these subscriptions. But I, I I wanted to to divert away from talking about those because anyone that's budgeting, you're already seeing it, right? You're already seeing it. It's in your budget. You've spent it. You're categorized it as subscriptions. You're already looking at it. You can see how much you're spending there. So I don't want you to, I don't want those things to try to make budgeting uh, less important, right? Budgeting solves all of this. So if you'll just budget it and review your subscriptions that way, it's the end all be all method for you to overall manage your money, not just with subscriptions. But uh, Mint does offer uh, a service like this. And if, if you've worked with me, I've probably talked to you about Mint. Uh, if you haven't worked with me and, and we end up getting paired up for, for me to do some financial coaching for you in the future, I'll probably talk about Mint. Uh, I have a, a, a you know great love for, for Mint as a free application for budgeting. Uh, I've helped a lot of clients get Mint set up for them to, to automate that, to make budgeting a little easier. So if that's something that you're interested in, please don't hesitate to go out to my website and book a free consultation. We'll talk through everything, uh, to see if I can, if I'm uh, a good help for you. And if I am most likely, if we, we start talking about budgeting, which we will, we will talk about how you budget and if Mint's an option that you want to go for. I've helped a ton of clients go in and just set their Mint up to to help automate that. Uh, that was kind of what they wanted. They wanted more control of their money. We got that. We achieved that through Mint, and I helped them get that set up properly. So, with all that said, I just wanted to leave you with this idea that that you are in charge of your money. You are in charge of ultimately how how your your money will be spent and how your money will be managed. Subscriptions are a quick and easy way to rip that away. You you know the average person, I don't know if you saw it in the article, but it talks about the average amount of money people spend on subscriptions is $133 a month. That's on average that they uh that they spend um on subscriptions. So that's about $1600 a year and and that's uh, that's that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Now I want to wrap this up by saying this. If if you th- canceling subscriptions is not going to make you rich, right? I'm saying that. Canceling subscriptions is not going to be this like life changing a thing. Think about it. You cancel three subscriptions, you may have just cut $25 from your budget. I'm doing that on the math of $8 8, $8. 9 on a piece roughly, right? So so that's about what you've cut. Now, over time, if you had that, if you were saving nothing every month, and now you can save $25 30 a month, at least you're making progress. And that's the part I want to leave you with is that if you're right now breaking even every single month, that $25 is just that little bit that you could do to start putting a little bit into a savings account. Every four months at $25, you've paid 100 extra dollars and off on your debt. You see how this now makes a difference? It's not life-changing where all of a sudden, like a lot of people talk about, you know, those, those big categories that, you know, really can help Change financially, like your housing, your your food, like those things you could really put a dent into how much you spend. And you're gonna look at subscription, be like oh, I mean, it's like it's like thirty bucks that I'm gonna save. Yeah, but thirty bucks over time can really start to add up. I've seen it time and time again with clients. So I want to just tell you, I want to challenge you. Don't think that this little amount of money, it, it's almost this is almost like coupon in your budget, right? Like it, like you're just taking a little bit, you're just getting a, a couple savings, but those little bit of savings can really help push you to the next level of where you want to be financially. Help build those habits. Help build those those behaviors that'll help you be financially successful. So with all that being said, I talked about financial coaching and, and I want to take a moment to to tell you uh, if if financial coaching is something that you are interested in, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, head on over to my website. Go to thefinancialmirror.org and uh, I was going to try to get it up on the screen, but it's not working. There it is. Uh, go to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. Uh, you can schedule a free consultation, and we, we'll, we'll just have a conversation and see if, if financial coaching is something that is right for you. Uh, I've helped multiple clients get to whatever that next financial step is for them. Whether it be paying off debt, whether it be building wealth, whether it be just getting control of their finances, I've helped them all. So, so your situation is not any harder, any easier, any less important than any other client that I've had. So, please reach out if that's something that you're interested in. If you do want to support the stream a little bit more, every dollar that this that that is earned through through any type of sales in the shop just goes right back into the stream. Uh, a lot of things coming up, a lot of new awesome gear is getting added to the store but head over to the financial forward slash shop pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear it's the, everything continues to change in the store there's always new items getting added uh if there's something that you want added to the store let me know and we will get that get that added in there and and i will happily try to try to accommodate that in any way possible uh i want to tell you thank you for continuing to support the stream uh it's it's truly uh, is something that I enjoy doing is helping people get to where they want to be financially. And I appreciate everyone for tuning in each week, whether it be on Facebook or YouTube or on whatever podcast platform that you enjoy the stream on. I truly appreciate it. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share with anyone that, that you think could benefit from this stream. Uh, I think that it 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 continues to grow and and that's what I'm I'm appreciative of. If you are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave that five star review and a written comment. Both those go a long ways. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's financial mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.